I think if you keep it going long enough, they'll start singing along with you. And that's the goal. Hello and welcome to WNC Original Music, episode 167, the Martina Navratilova episode. This week, very happy to have returning Jesse Frizzell for his uh, part two of his episode, which part one uh, came out years ago, but there were some technical glitches and uh, just best left unsolved, is all I can say. You may remember from part one that these tracks that we're going to be talking about come from Jesse's album, Back to Carolina. He's also got a new uh, single out called Let It Rain, which came out last year. I say new, but, you know, last year. Make sure to check the show notes for where to find Jesse's music and also his um, social medias. Also in this episode, we'll have another review from uh, our staff reviewer, Allison Price. And this uh, next thing is not going to become a regular segment, but I do want to do a special long distance dedication. Uh, coming from Carrie Morrison, she would like to dedicate The Greatest Love of All by Sexual Chocolate to her bandmates Andrew, Roddy, and Jeff. Not going to play that song, of course, because I don't have the rights to it. But, again, this is not going to be a regular thing, but if you think of a great long-distance dedication like that, uh, please send it in, and if it's good enough, I'll use it. Back to the episode with Jesse Frizzell. I uh, want to mention that, like about one out of three episodes lately, you'll notice that I'm losing my voice, on the verge of losing my voice. Uh, I think that makes it better, because who wants to hear me talk? People came here for Jesse Frizzell, and here he is, Jesse Frizzell. When the clock strikes high noon, you know what's going down. Pull my hat down tight, check my six-gun, make sure it's full of rounds. There's a gang of men moving in from the west. They all look to you because they know what you can do, so lay their fears to rest. When the bullets fly and the ground gets laid with blood, not a wasted piece of lead comes from my gun. Those cowboys are tough, but I'd send them on the run. They fall one by one Blocking out the midday sun with a furrowed brow I try to keep the peace but there's trouble down at the OK Corral That gang of men pretty hell-bent to take their claim but here in Tombstone, I run this town, so boys, you better think again. When the bullets fly and the ground gets laid with blood, not a wasted piece of lead comes from my gun. Those cowboys are tough, but I'd send them on the run, or they fall one by one. Well, the shots rang out and it echoed off the building sides. Gun smoke so thick it nearly blocked out all the light. When the dust had finally settled, there was not a sound. And the few that didn't run laid their dead on the ground. 
fly and the ground gets laid with blood Not a wasted piece of lead comes from my gun Those cowboys are tough, but I'd send them on the run Or they fall one by one When the bullets fly and the ground gets laid with blood Not a wasted piece of lead comes from my gun those cowboys are tough, but I'd send them on the run Or they fall one by one Those cowboys are tough, but I'd send them on the run Or they fall one by one Yeah, one by one, similar to Mexico, kind of stepping outside of myself and writing a song. I just, and I took notes on this one because I didn't want to mess up the dates. Um, I had just rewatched the movie Tombstone, mm-hmm. 1993, <laughs> featuring Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, and Sam Elliott. And uh, I was like, I think I I really like the story. Now, I'd seen it before, of course, but uh, I was like, this would be a great opportunity to try that, to try to write outside of myself for once. So I kind of put myself in, um, in Wyatt Earp's shoes. Mm-hmm. And kind of wrote a song loosely based around um, the showdown, the gunfight at the OK Corral. Yeah. And uh, I Googled like the real Wyatt Earp because I was curious how close the movie was. And it really it really wasn't too far off. They did a lot, a lot of the details from the actual event were in the movie. Yeah. Um, so just kind of really just about that movie and about that gunfight and putting myself in his shoes and, you know, the clock strikes high noon and all that kind of stuff, pulling all those kind of Western themes in there and my six gun and uh, pull my hat down tight. And, um, you know, you have that image of like the cowboy with just the furrowed brow kind of thing. So I snuck the furrowed brow line in there. Um, just kind of tried to really get all that imagery to where when you hear the song, you can, you know, you can feel like you're there in that time and smell the dust in the air and the gun smoke and um, the tension and blood on the ground and just try to, I was trying to paint a picture with it. And Yeah, it was really effective. One thing, I don't know if this was on purpose, but because uh, when I first started listening to it, you know, I didn't know what it was in the beginning, but in the beginning throughout it, but especially in the beginning, um, you hear there's really good use of the stereo, of, of stereo where you hear like a couple of notes left couple of notes, right back and forth. And then later on, I was thinking, is that, is that like gunfire back and forth? Was that, was that on purpose or, uh, I wish I could say it was, but it wasn't. Well, now <laughs> you can, I'll cut this out and on your next podcast, you can say it, it was. Yeah. So let, let's cut right here. Yeah, man. I totally meant to put the gunfire in there. I had I the stroke of genius. So. Yes. <laughs> yes. And good on me for nosing it. Yeah. All right. And good on you for hearing it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> But that was really good. It reminds there's a uh, one of my favorite songs is by uh, a guy named uh, Mike Cross. Have you ever do you know him? I don't he's, believe I do. No, he's he's like a 19. He was like big in Western North Carolina in the 1980s. I think he went to Appalachian State. I might be wrong. I might have his whole biography. I saw him at Chapel Hill. But anyway, um, but he's like a folk singer and uh, he has a song called The Bounty Hunter. And uh, it's uh, not like the you know, musically, it's different, but it has that same feel like it paints a picture like you're talking about. Um, yeah. Yeah. Check that song out. It's a really, really good song. Yeah. Bounty Hunter by Mike Cross. Yeah. 
let's get lost In each other's eyes Let's drive out To the city line tonight For we can be us Around nobody else at all Let's get lost In each other's eyes tonight We'll be dancing in the back of my truck With the radio all the way up Singing to our favorite songs Like nothing's wrong at all And I'll toast you with a bottle of wine You know, girl, I'm gonna make you mine So let's get lost in each other's eyes tonight Hey, baby, check out the moon and the way it shines tonight, landing on you To light up everything just right I've gotta be dreaming To have you here with me And if I am, well darling, please let me sleep We'll be dancing in the back of my truck With the radio all the way up Singing to our favorite songs like nothing's wrong at all And I'll toast you with a bottle of wine You know, girl, I'm gonna make it mine So let's get lost in each other's eyes tonight Now we're hanging by a thread Just waiting for it to break don't you worry about that shit I said Darling, let's just get away We'll be dancing in the back of my truck With the radio all the way up Singing to our favorite songs like nothing's wrong at all And I'll toast you with a bottle of wine you know, girl, I'm gonna make you mine So let's get lost in each other's eyes tonight Let's get lost in each other's eyes tonight Let's get lost in each other's eyes tonight Yeah, bluegrass version of the uh, <clears throat> of my song on uh, Rose Gold Renegades um, uh, I think that might have been the first when I when I decided I wanted wanted to try doing the bluegrass style or kind of go down that rabbit hole. I think that was my first thing. Is like let's take something I've already got and see if I can uh, shift it that direction uh, instrumentally and and kind of give it that vibe. So it really started off as a project inside Pro Tools of me just moving some things around. And and I I got the guy from my friends from Nashville to play on that one, uh, the uh, mandolin and banjo, mm -hmm. they're playing on that, and um, I, I like the way it sounded and the project worked out good. So that was the beginning of this record was just kind of making that an experiment that that went well. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. when you when you did this song, were you thinking to be a whole album? Or were you just thinking I'm gonna do this song as a bluegrass version? And 
release it online or something? I think I, I think I wanted to do an album. Mm-hmm. I felt like I, I guess I get, I get in these phases uh-huh. um, creatively where I'll go down a wormhole. And when I do it, man, I go, I'm obsessive with stuff. Uh-huh. Uh, I, I, I want to know like where it came from. How did it happen? Who started it? Of course I didn't get, I'm not that good at it, but uh, <laughs> I just, I, I surround myself with it and just dig into it deep. And it's like all I do until, until I feel like I get it out of me. Mm-hmm. So like, I felt like for me to like move on creatively, I had to do like my version of a bluegrass record. Yeah. So I think I always, I think once I decided like, this is what I want to do. Um, this song was kind of like the starting point from that and kind of a project just to see like, it can't, is this something I'm going to be able to do? Can I, can I write in this style or can I make things sound this kind of way? And uh, when it turned out the way it did, that it's not, it's not, I don't think you'd hear it and go, that's a traditional bluegrass song. I think it has just enough of those elements where it, it added the fuel that I needed to go, okay, let me do this and just see what it is right. in the end. It is a, yeah. it's possible. It's not just a yeah one song thing. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Did you say you, you see the guys in, um, you said the guys in Nashville did the banjo and guys in Nashville okay. and the mandolin. Yep. So this is a compliment to them. So don't, don't you accept it. This is for them. But, uh, but uh, of course, of the, <laughs> the arrangement almost felt orchestral the way they, you know, they weren't just playing like bluegrass, you know, five finger bluegrass all the way through. They were, they were like playing just sometimes just single notes, but bringing it up, you know, accenting yeah. what you're saying and stuff like that is it, really cool. Yeah. He did, man. I think, uh, and I had a fiddle player on that too. And I sent it to the one, I sent it to the, uh, the banjo player first and he plays banjo and mandolin and he wrote that thing that you hear that you're talking about that those little kind of one notes yeah that kind of ended up being like a repeating hook in the song mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> he, he's the one who came up with that idea and he wrote it and he sent it back and then when i sent it off to uh the fiddle player he jumped in on that and so when they're doing that thing it's all three together making that kind of yeah. repeating riff that you hear in that song more from Jesse Frizzell in just a few moments. want to remind you to check the show notes for where to find his music uh, or just Google uh, Jesse Frizzell. That's F-R-I-Z-S-E-L-L. Don't forget Z before S as in Zeus and Zest. Working on that still. Uh, also, uh, you can just uh, Google uh, Back to Carolina, Jesse Frizzell, and find his new album everywhere or find it on Spotify or Apple Music or all the streaming spots. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts, or just go to wncoriginalmusic.com. You can find all the past episodes and some extras there. Corrections and clarifications from last week's episode with Trisha Tripp of Hearts Gone South. Uh, The bomb uh, means the um, nuclear uh, hydrogen or atom bomb. It's a horrible weapon of destruction. Uh, dub bomb means something that's really cool. So we were both right. Michael Paris has a new album out by the name of Honeybee, and Allison Price has a new review of that album by the same name. Here's Allison Price. With Honeybee, Millboro, North Carolina based singer songwriter Michael Paris has created a timeless musical landscape. Released in 2022, Honeybee calls back to the deep roots of country music in the Carolinas 
from Johnny Cash and Marty Robbins to Emmylou Harris and John Prine. You can hear their legacy as influences in Michael Paris's musical personality. Listening to this album feels like an idyllic walk on a country road. You can almost hear the bees buzzing, the caw of crows, and the gentle murmur of conversations being had in rocking chairs on porches. Lyrically, his songs touch on age-old themes, love gained and lost, family, childhood, and community. The addition of various stringed instruments, including fiddle and banjo, adds a poignant and plaintive sound to the landscape and begs a pause as you consider what you have seen in your own life thus far. Michael said it best himself in his description of this album. Honeybee blends roots music styles, including country, bluegrass, roots rock, and folk, with simple lyrics and beautiful imagery, hearkening back to Michael's Randolph County beginnings. If you're looking for a peaceful, contemplative journey to a time and space where things were a bit simpler, though no less emotionally charged, give Honeybee a listen the next time you're enjoying a porch rocker with your family and friends. This is Ease Dog, and you are now listening to WNC Original Music. Do you have a musical impression for me? Oh, man. Do you have a good Mac, uh, Nick Mac? <laughs> <laughs> you got to get that. Uh, he's got a lot of, he's got that. He's got a really cool, um, when he goes into his high, higher registers, he's got that, that rumble roll right here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I can't do that. I can't I'm do jealous that. of he gets that. He gets up here, and he's got that. Uh, that kind of Eric Eric Church kind of grab. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, who you got for me? I'll cut all that out with me. Dude, I've not done this. In- <laughs> I might could do like a John Mayer impression. Okay. This is my John Mayer impression. Can you hear me good? Yeah. We got the afternoon. You got this room for two. One thing I left to do. Discover me, discovering you. They good enough? Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Oh, I got a little hmm, feeling something there. Did you, did, you, did you feel it? Yeah, yeah. I might go celebrate. You can help it, out, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Who are some local musicians you want people to listen or local or national musicians you want people to listen to more? Oh, dude. Uh, so Fireside Collective, those guys are amazing. Yeah. Um, uh, a guy that uh, has been a huge inspiration for this album and this style is a local guy, um, Aaron Burdett. Mm-hmm. And then uh, he's fantastic. If you've not, dude, if, you, if, if anybody's listening and you want to go listen to any song other than one of mine, which I would surely appreciate if you did, go listen to uh, Pennies on the Track by Aaron Burdett. Uh, that's a phenomenal song. I don't know. He... He inspires me as a songwriter. He does that thing we've been talking about the whole time where he can put himself in someone else's shoes mm-hmm. and write a song and you could swear it was hit, hit it was him. Yeah. yeah. So Penny's on the track is about um, and I'm probably gonna butcher the history of it, but the, the Carolina Railroad, Carolina Special mm-hmm. uh, that got built, I guess early 1900s. It was a passenger uh, locomotive from here to Ohio, maybe. I might screw that up. Fact check me if I'm wrong. But uh, I guess a lot of people died building thing. And, if it's uh, not on Monopoly, I don't know what railroad it is. <laughs> they I, know, might. I know B&O, reading. Yep. <laughs> reading. <laughs> reading. <laughs> reading. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I mean, he, he sings this song and you'd swear he was out there building that train. Oh, yeah. Uh, but uh, check Aaron Burnett out. Unspoken Traditions, fantastic. Um. 
And then uh, John Edwards is a killer musician and writer and, and super inspiring. Check all those guys out. When you were mine Not too long ago I loved you good I held you tight Never to let go But like things do It fell apart Now I'm standing here With glue Trying to reassemble What's left of me And you Well I'm staring At the damage The edges torn apart How could there be So many pieces From just two broken hearts Well I put it back together Little by little And part by part but I screwed up and super glued my finger to your heart Well, I'm staring at the damage, the edges torn apart How could there be so many pieces? Just two broken hearts well, I put it back together Little by little and part by part But I screwed up and super glued My finger to your heart Two broken hearts Well I put it back together Little by little and part by part But I screwed up and super glued my finger to your heart Well I screwed up and super glued my finger to your heart Super Super glue glue. Super glue It's not super glue? I think it's two words right? Yeah, that's that's probably the closest I've, I came to doing a traditional bluegrass song. Yeah, is that song Super Glue, and again, it, it was kind of, it was less personal. It's kind of jokey, kind of hokey. Mm-hmm. It's kind of fun, and then, um, you know, the imagery. I forget. I don't even know. I can't remember how I wrote it. It's one of those songs that came along in about an hour, and I was literally, um, it's at the beginning of my journey trying to learn how to play bluegrass. And now you're just sitting there strumming that G chord at them, get them, get them, get them, doing that kind of thing. And uh, kind of dove into that. And the way it, I think the fact that it was kind of jokey and didn't really have a lot of personal attachments to me mm-hmm. kind of made it easier to write because I was just kind of, you just kind of slapping stuff down and seeing what sticks. Right, you know? right. You got a freedom. Exactly. It doesn't it's, have to be true, big, doesn't have to be meaningful. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can get stuck in a box when you're writing a song that's personal to you because you're searching for that next line that you need to fit into a bar and it needs to have X amount of syllables or it needs to have a, a rhyme right here to, to finish off the, and it really restricts is what you can do. Cause you're like, okay, how did this relationship go? What did this person say? Or where were we I'm trying anything you can do to plug in and get that last line? Whereas this was, I literally could just go where I wanted to with it. And, uh, the imagery of 
uh, a guy trying to put back together two broken hearts and screwing up and gluing his finger to hers is I thought that was kind of cool and jokey yeah. and fun and kind of embodied that kind of like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Bluegrass can be serious and a lot of it is, but you, they, they have a lot of fun too. And in the songwriting aspects of it. And I think I kind of was able to capture some of that. I hope at least. Do you know, you, just in talking about the song, you've used like three or four unintentional glue metaphors. Did said, I really? Yeah, you said like, I just write a song and I throw some stuff and whatever sticks. And then you oh, said, uh, then sometimes I get stuck on something. It's like uh, like you're when you're talking about the song, you can't, uh, st- you can't stop writing the song. Dude. It's probably got eight more I'm verses so- for the extended part. Subliminal messaging myself. Are you playing a traditional five-string banjo or you got one of those six-string guitar banjos? Five-string. Yeah, I got it hanging. Well, it's in the living room. It's in my living room. But uh, yeah, I play five-string banjo. And I tried to learn um, the banjo rolls that they do mm-hmm. and they finger picks and stuff. Yeah, but with me, I, when I play guitar, I, I use my fingers yeah. a lot. When I put those finger picks in, I was finding that um, I want to get closer to the strings because I play with my fingertips. Mm-hmm. So I was going too close. And I was hooking them and dragging them off oh, with my finger. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't get used to pulling my hand away from the strings enough to where I was just plucking the strings with my fingertips yeah. or, the, or the, the finger picks. I'm sorry. I wanted to be touching them with my actual hand. Right. Yeah. So I was just yanking them off left and right. So I had to ditch them and I came up with a, uh, it's kind of a hybrid style of claw hammer where I'm just kind of disregarding that top fifth string. Cause it's always in high G. Right. But yeah. It's your, it's your high, your G, your high G octave. And I'm kind of playing the bottom four in a way that I would play guitar where my thumbs kind of tapping the rhythm. Mm-hmm. I'm doing kind of guitar stuff and just kind of just making it up pretty right, much. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think that's what a lot of people do. A lot of people, you know, start off st- or strum the, the banjo or, you know, like, um, who's that guy, uh, famous banjo player, but not bluegrass Bella Fleck. I don't, I'm not yeah. his work though. He plays banjo, but he plays like he'll go to Africa and play with like African musicians, but banjo. So oh, he's, he's wow. like integrating it into a lot of different stuff. Yeah. It's pretty interesting. Huh. Yeah. And he's, and he does like that, like he can play bluegrass, but he, he goes and plays like, you know, different, different styles. He's not kind of like, uh, yeah. st- stuck on that. You might say, I see what you did there. He doesn't okay. adhere to tradition. <laughs> <laughs> you're really you're really gluing the ends together there you might say he breaks the bonds of something i don't know i'll edit something better uh, in later. just overdubbed right. jokes. yeah <laughs> also i'm over you didn't hear it a while ago but when you said um when you said i play the guitar with my fingers and i said uh, I, I a lot of people are doing that these days like it's, yeah. it's a new thing yeah. so i don't know uh, when you hear that you you might you might think uh Wait, he did? Did he just add that in? But no, I I, I added it in. Yeah, later. Out of a gun. <laughs> I've been driving by the place we first met. Say you're over me now Well I ain't over you yet 
Remember that night you spilled your drink on my phone We laughed and I drove you home You can call it infatuation You can say it's cause the sex was good You can call it smoking neighbors Magic for food just don't say I never loved you My phone's lighting up The writing's on the wall And I ain't heard from you In over a year so I'm wondering why you call Maybe you're looking for a nasty chew Or maybe you're missing me Like I'm missing you You can call it infatuation You can say it's cause the sex was good You can call it smoking Magic for food Just don't say I never loved you Say it was just a drunk text Blame it on your loneliness You can say you're bored as hell Looking for a fix You can ask about the dogs You can tell me I was wrong You can say that you're fine I'm not believing it you can call it infatuation You can say it's cause the sex was good You can call it smoking neighbors Magic for food Just don't say I never loved you You can call it smoking neighbors Magic for food Just don't say I never loved you just don't say I never loved you Just don't say I never loved you One, one of the more personal songs on the record, I guess, top one or two. I think this one really, to me, and probably just the way it got produced, it feels like a song that should have been on my last record, Rose Gold Renegades. It's got that kind of haunt, that haunting steel guitar, slidey kind of swell stuff in there. Um, I, I love that sound, man. Uh, steel guitar is, is my cowbell. Mm-hmm. I need more steel guitar and everything. And yeah. I think now that I've gotten this, this record out of the way, um, I think the next stuff I do is going to be bringing that back in. I'm not quite sure what, what style I'm going to go for, but I'm, that's still guitar. I mean, I miss it. Yeah. I miss those big swells. Yeah. Man, it's just, it carries a lot of emotion and it, I think it carries the, um, the plot of this song really, really well. Um, but uh, I guess it's kind of in a nutshell, it's like the it's, it'd be like the rush of emotions you would get if an ex 
if an ex were to reach out to you that you've not heard from in a long time, just if that were to happen uh-huh. to anybody. Uh-huh. Theoretical. Yeah. yeah. Theoretically, if you were to have an ex you've not heard from in a long time and they reached out to you for no reason whatsoever, and then you got the phone, you're like, huh? <laughs> It'd be all that all together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Theoretically. So uh, I think that has a rhythm where I just want you to do this live sometime. Hold on a second. I'm going to do a little performance for you. Nice. Uh, yeah. What key is and this in? Today? Do you remember? <laughs> Buddy, I don't know keys. I, I barely play guitar. Infatuation. Okay, so you do that. Yeah. And, then, then yeah. you, and then you pause. And then you go. I never loved you. <laughs> never loved you. Like that. Just do that live sometime for me. Can I steal that? Yeah, yeah. I can use that. That idea? Yes. Well, that I don't know if you rec. If, I might not have sung it well enough, but that's supposed to be the Dolly Parton song. Oh, I get the song. Oh, okay. I'm just okay. Can I take your idea for plugging it in oh, there? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. I want you to do that. All right. Yeah. yeah. I would love that. Because I used to throw in a little, um, a little Whitney Houston after one of the tracks I, I'd play live. I think I saw that one time. Yeah. Was it so dan- can, dance yeah. with somebody? It was. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. So just don't even tell anybody, you know, but just pause and then just, just uh, start going with that and see if people catch on. See how long it takes them to catch on. I love that idea. And I'm, I'm going to use it. Just letting you know now. I think if you keep it going long enough, they'll start singing along with you. And that's the goal. And also let's talk about your uh, YouTube channel. <laughs> My dying YouTube yeah, channel. Dying YouTube channel. <laughs> Is that coming back though? We're going to bring it back. Yeah. Bring it back. We have plans to. All right. Here's the, here's the dilemma we have is I uh, I have a tendency to dive too deep into things. Mm-hmm. I like to overproduce. So when we go to record something, like all right, let's set the let's set the lights up. Yeah. And let's get the camera out and let's do this and that. And she's like, let's just go on the cell phone and the GoPro and let's make this video. I'm like, okay, no wait. We need to set <laughs> these things up. So we 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 kind of butt heads on that where she wants to get the idea done and, and she's probably right. Cause people aren't going to really appreciate the setup as much as I do. Right. Right. I, I, I watch too many YouTube videos and go down too many wormholes. I'm like, we got to have these lights. we got to have this lens. we got to be set up and all this kind of stuff. Right. So it's like, no, record that. Let's just do what we do. <laughs> so I think we're We're finding a spot in the middle. We're going to yeah. meet in the middle and revive that. Cause man, we had a lot of fun doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was a great, great way to pass the time. And it was just fun. So let's talk about the people on the on the uh, album, the record. Yeah, man, I got uh, the record. Yeah, yeah. the non vinyl. <clears throat> um, I got uh, his name's Jonathan Galetti, and he is a utility player. He does uh, banjo and mandolin, and he is uh, on the road right now with Jake Owen. So that's super cool. He's Jake Owen's like utility player. Uh, the guy doing fiddle is uh Lars Thorson uh super great fiddle player and I believe he's doing stuff with Kane Brown oh. um yeah and then I've got uh, my buddy from uh um Black Mountain area and you might have heard of him Jackson Delaney yeah he plays, me. Uh, yeah he, he plays still for a lot of people he's played for Aaron Burdett and uh um Alexa Rose uh a few others, but uh phenomenal steel player and he's doing the steel. 
and he's doing um, the uh, the resonator or what he, the lap. Uh, I'm gonna screw it up. The acoustic lap steel. What's that thing called? Resonator. Resonator. Yeah, it's got resonator. the big he's piece of metal, big circle of metal yeah. in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. he's doing that. Um, and then my uncle Jerry Lida from the uh, Armors Powell band is ripping that solo, that bluegrass solo, and no more All right. that he cut on like the third take. Yeah. I think. And I, wait, there might be a there's a bass track by my buddy uh, Dakota Waddell played bass in one of the tracks. I think that's everybody. And produced by yours truly, Jesse Frizzell. Okay, tell everybody where they can uh, find your music. Yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm all over uh, all the major platforms. Just search my name, Jesse Frizzell. Uh, hopefully, the spelling will be correct there. In the uh, well, in just the, in case, why don't you tell us what yeah. the spelling is? <laughs> it's J E S S E F R I Z S E L L, and um, the name is a curse, but a blessing because it's a curse because no one can spell it. It's a blessing because if you spell it right, I'm the only one that pops up. So. If you type that into uh, wherever you listen to music, my stuff is going to pop up. And the music you heard today will be available as of October 1st, or it's been available since October 1st, <laughs> right. depending on when this came out. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I should have you say it both ways. We'll, we'll use that. Yeah. Yeah. That I can condition. do this one. Yeah. I like the condition thing. I think, yeah. um, I think you, should, you should make a rhyme to help people remember oh. the spelling your name. Okay. So for Zell, Z before S. As in Zeus, and you just need to finish that with something that rhymes, and also the Z comes before the S. Z before S, as in Zeus. That's your homework. Okay. Okay. Um, oh, oh, I got it. Z before S, as in Zeus and Zest. Love it. Yeah. Doesn't Done. quite have a real, you need three words maybe, or a last two syllable. Z before S, as in Zeus and blah. Oh, as in Zeus and Lemon Zest. How about that? And Lemon Zest. Yeah. Okay. All right, man. I'm I'm writing your uh, taglines for you. <laughs> that would be weird. I just send me a transcript so I can put all this stuff in my biography right, right now. Right. <laughs> if, you, if your whole catchphrase was just how to say your how to spell your last name, I do need I need something for that, man. Because it, yeah. it is difficult. Because I can't tell you how many times I've played a show and had people that that would inevitably look and stream stream my music. Yeah. And uh, I have to like. F R I Z S E because if you don't get it just right, it's it's not gonna autofill my name. Right, right. You gotta get it just right, but yeah. if you get it just right, all you're gonna find is me. You know, right, right. So it's a, a curse. Yeah. Okay, I want to thank Jesse Frizzell for being on the podcast. Always love to have Jesse on the podcast. Uh, go back and listen to. Uh, he's been on. Uh, I think this is the fourth or fifth time, maybe. Um, so make sure to go back and listen to those old episodes. As well as, you know, go ahead and listen to this one uh, a second time right now. Don't forget to check the show notes for Jesse's music or just uh, search Jesse Frizzell. Remember, it's F-R-I-Z-S-E-L-L, Z before S, as in Zeus and Zest. And a third thing. Go and find the podcast, WNC Original Music, wherever you get your podcasts. Or go to WNCOriginalMusic.com. Big thanks again to Allison Price for reviewing uh, Michael Paris's new album. I uh, love having Allison involved in this and uh, looking forward to more of her reviews. I got a little choked up there, but actually I was just eating Cheerios. 
The closing track this week comes from Jay Regan. Jay's a Philadelphia-based singer-songwriter. He's released three albums and performed hundreds of shows, including the albums Dreams and Nightmares, Wash Me, and The Gap Between. Wash Me, I, I just caught that. I didn't recognize it the first time. Cool name. But my favorite thing about Jay is in his uh, submission for the closing track, he also included a uh, YouTube video of um, his restoration of a Dodge Dart. And I I really like that. That was eye-catching. Do something like that if you submit your music somewhere, if you're a musician. Also, check the links in the show notes because that uh, YouTube video is definitely going to be there. Here is Jay Regan. Have a good week. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm.
I feel like that'll be used against me in some sort of way. 